Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's a Cubs sweep, and it's also the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. How about that? Light the W, fly the W. They're coming home with another series win and a sweep of the lowly A's in Oakland. We're four wide for the live podcast. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Corey Friedman, and Cody Del Mendo, who will be doing the victory beer chug on his beer bat with the three one two Goose Island before the show's over. He's prepping himself. I'm uh, I'm I'm sending tweets right now. He's prepping himself. Guys, uh, but yeah, bracing himself. Give, give me a few minutes. Nick says hashtag We are good. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna get Miggy Montero on the line. We're having a good time, Luke. Uh, also, hashtag A's are bad. The A's, <laughs> the A's stink, <laughs> but you got to beat up on bad baseball, teams, man. and the Cubs that's right. did just that. So that's, that, yeah. that's totally true. The thing that could have happened is losing to the A's, which would have been humiliating. Right. They didn't do that. And especially coming off a really good weekend in L.A. at Dodger Stadium, you didn't want to let down here against a, a really awful Oakland team. I mean, like kind of shockingly bad at times, but... Got to take care of business. Clean up on the bad teams. Like, that's something that the Cubs were not doing in, in past years all the time. Like, they were one of those bad teams. So, you know, yeah. flip the script a little bit. Like, especially early in the season when you're playing well, you got to collect these wins. And that's exactly what the Cubs did. 12-2, even... by the way. And another double-digit hit game. 11 hits. I know the Cubs were bad last year, but I don't – even in the first half of last year, I don't think those Cubs were nearly as bad as the Oakland A's this, no. these, oh, this no. week. That's like, a bad the, baseball the team. Cubs, the Cubs were bad in the first half of last year, but... That possum at is least better than half that roster. I don't, possum was you. playing yeah. left field There's, today. At least there were guys on the Cubs that you could, like, get excited about a little bit. Like, we were excited about Nico Horner all last year. We were excited about Keegan Thompson and, and Justin Steele and, and some of these other guys. I I, I mean, maybe uh, Ruiz? Ruiz? Yeah, uh, Ruiz maybe in center. Ruiz. Yeah, the guy out playing in second or in center field. Like maybe he's one. Like man, like there's and and the Miller guy who pitched today. Tony Kemp's but, got his own poster coming out April thirtieth. Yeah, You're right. Um. So yeah, I, all I'm saying is is like, whew, I I feel bad for the A's fans that are following in a way. <laughs> Twenty six to three run differential this series says M M Rock. All right. I just like five, five and one in LA. Like that's the stuff we dream about folks. Like we have watched, even I feel like when they've had great rosters, the Cubs, like these LA trips, San Diego trips, California trips, it doesn't matter how bad the A's are. Like these California trips are notoriously tough Mm -hmm. and they cleaned up. So like, you know, it's exciting. I mean, like it's early, it's only 17 games, but they're 11 and six feels great to be here. Yeah, I, I, I'm still kind of laughing at Corey at last night after the Cubs won. Asked me, he's like, oh, when's the last time the Cubs won four straight series? Thinking it might be. Honestly, it did feel like it, it was further in the yeah. past, like maybe first half of 21 or something. And I'm like, it was literally four of the last five series of, of 2022. Of it was like oh, four shoot. series and then one last series. I thought Cincinnati. it would be like a good like tweet, like, oh, it's been since 2020. And Ryan was like, no, it was literally the end of the <laughs> what was the common What was the common theme of Great starting pitching. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. been it. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, they scored a buttload of runs in this series, but it was, it's been great pitching is why they've had such a good record so well, far. Well, I this think, season. especially in this series, like they, they opened up a few of these games. Obviously, you saw the overall run differential, but you really see like the key to making this offense work at times. We saw them explode. So they end up with a lot of runs, but a few of these games were close for a little bit. Yesterday's game, was close for a while, and then they end up, you know, coming through and breaking it open a little bit. But that's what we expected out of this pitching staff, mm-hmm. right? To keep this offense in the game long enough, and the offense just needs to come through at some point, right? Yeah. And that's what they did. And obviously, you're getting a little bit more than that when you're scoring so many uh, runs, but the pitching is keeping them in these games. And even if it takes until the seventh or eighth inning for the offense to come through, it's fine. It's a recipe that works. Are we ready yeah. to chug? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. We're ready. Let me okay. hold on. Let me get the stopwatch. Uh, go ahead and do your pour. Do you your special pour. pour. Do, the, do the pour. We can do the pour. The victory beer bat chug. Joel says I Cody didn't send out the tweet yet. What tweet didn't I send? Wait. Out? So I, I want to see if we can get you, you know like a little. Uh, Sean Michaels, Michaels is out. Music out. for it. I sent oh, my tweet. 
We got a sound effect? No, I was going to see if we could do like a little... uh, Something special. Here we go. Hold on. Joey's here. Joey's doing something. Joey's Joey's working his magic. What is he doing? Cody, just pour your pour your beer. Uh, pour pour the beer, would you? Joey okay. dumped that Bulls team faster oh, than you can. I this, like this. Uh, this pour is brought to you by our favorite beer and like the this. best beer company in Chicago. That is Goose Island. If you know, you know. Honk honk. Especially when it's Joey's when it's three one two. Yeah, three one two. My that's my go to if I were to be chugging right now. Matilda, uh, what about the beer hug? You did chug a few beer hugs. I did. I am worried because. Cody now, like he could end up doing like ninety beers this season from the beer bat. Yeah, hold on. What's uh? Well, it's a good thing Joey has to. I didn't pour it as well as last time. The pour. Right, Joey's got it. Joey's got it. See that we got the uh, we got the stopwatch right here. <laughs> here we go. Covering Luke. Yeah, almost. Okay, almost. Relax, Corey. <laughs> it's, it's, you could you could still see him. We're, we're workshopping it. <laughs> I think well, it's all right, Luke's it's, we'll go so- that he can't be covered like that. Can we can we let the head the settle a little chair? bit? I don't know. All right, just should have had a better. Chug. Let's All go. Right, let's the people, the poor people on Spotify are going. What is this? What is this? <laughs> What's happening? What is he What's chugging? with the dead talk? We are, we are chugging or drinking a three one two out of a beer bat that you can get at beautiful historic Wrigley Field, and it has been a bit for like two weeks now. If you're still complaining about it on Apple or Spotify, I'm so sorry. But this is what we do. We celebrate wins when we can. On your marks, Cody. All right, here we go. Get set. Go. There he goes. I would love to know the Cubs record since Matt Peck saying oh, Creed's gave, higher for us. He gave Cody some extra. I'm like, yeah, gonna lie. I mean, yeah, it's about we added a, we got to add a, about a second afterwards. Second, second and a half. Gave him a little free time. Oh, Keep going, Cody. Down, come on, power man. through, baby. He's come on. He's like the barrel. One. He's through the barrel. Here we go. Finish strong here. Barrel. Finish strong. Big week. Hump day. Wow, this is his record. Easy record. All right. Well, yeah. It was it was a late it was a late start and a late stop. So it was right around twenty five. That's how you know the Cubs are playing well. Cody is Cody is channeling the energy of this Cubs team. Patrick Wisdom has changed his swing. Cody has changed his chug. Yeah, I have spent thirty one years of my life failing to. Yeah. Be good at chugging, and I am learning how to become a good chugger. If these, if these were Frank Schwindel Chicago Cubs, cups. we're talking 45 seconds yeah. at chug. I think you it's know. still too long. But Jared right. says, just wait till we run out of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, that's an idea. When We we need a CHGO beer bat sponsored by Goose Island. Hey. Huh? Put, yeah. We make our own beer bat Put that with our logo Put on the and the Goose Island logo. By the way. It looks like it's going to rain pretty hard out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. uh, so anyway, better at pours. So Cubs win. But today's right? pour. Yeah, Cubs win. Play. So I was looking. I was trying to find out the numbers, and I probably screwed them up a few times. And I went to FanGraphs, which I'd never been to that site before in my life. <laughs> but I went there, and I'm digging around. I'm playing around with it. Justin Steele and Marcus Stroman, both top four in the National League in ERA. We didn't yep. know. Basically, one of the themes going into the season was. What kind of we know they have starting pitching depth, but do they have guys that could be considered an ace? And it's only late April, but in this month they've had two guys that have been an ace. Yeah, which is a great sign. Yeah, you want yeah. I mean, you want a little more length, obviously, and I think that'll sure. come. Uh, you know, it's a lot of six inning starts, but I mean. Both of them, four starts, four quality starts. I mess that up every time. What's the, the average start in Major League Baseball, though, this year, right? Like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's probably about that. The, guy, the days of guys going eight innings are well, yeah, when, slipping away from when us. When we talk about six innings, six, you know, seven three, innings or, three earned runs or less, like it's still it's a quality a start for yeah. a reason. Right. Um, because you're giving enough length where you're not taxing the bullpen. Um, you're getting deep in the game. You know, all that good stuff. And that's what Stroman and Steele have both done. Um and uh, like Corey mentioned, like you want to start seeing a little bit more length, length from those two, uh, especially, you know, I know Marcus Stroman's talked about wanting to throw, you know, 200 innings this year. Steele has talked about getting to 180, 200. Um, the only way to hit 200, like you can't go six innings every single time and hit 200. You do the math, even 32 starts doesn't get you to 200. So if that's like a benchmark, they have to have some of those seven, eight inning starts in there because, Eventually, they're probably not going to have a six-inning quality start every single time. And it's a nice – it's 200 would be nice, but only eight guys did it last year in yeah. all of baseball. Exactly. So but, it's just not happening. I do want to point out that both Nathan and Brent agree with me. <laughs> so I appreciate that in the chat always. 
I mean, what? My bold Stop prediction when we talked about steel or when we just did our bold predictions during the offseason, I said that steel could get 180 innings. That's right. I don't know if he's on track because I'm not a math guy, but I mean, you give me six innings every start. Hopefully, you mix in a seven or an eight inning one in there eventually. I feel like you're you're on the right track at least. It's it's and it's, you didn't derail him by running into him. Yeah, yeah, you almost yeah. hit him with on the, the bike, scooter. Almost hit him with yeah, the scooter. Right. Well, and yeah. to to <laughs> Michael's asking in the chat, you want more length than six inning starts. It's more just over the course of the season. The year, yeah, you, know, sure. you just want a, a few. If we're talking about guys who are those aces and maybe, you know, obviously getting ahead of ourselves, but like in consideration for a Cy Young or things like that, you're going to need to have some starts that are Mm -hmm. seven, eight innings, you know, if not maybe a complete game or two thrown in there just to be in that elite, elite Mm -hmm. mix at the end of the year. Six innings, quality start. They they literally are eight for eight on quality starts. Nobody's complaining. It's amazing. They are setting the pace at the top of this Cubs rotation. I love Stroh, I think, has talked, and, and Steele has, I think, commented on social media. They're pushing each other. Yeah. Like, they are, he, Steele is trying to follow Stroman. Stroman is trying to set the pace for the guys behind him, and you can see it. It's great. Uh, but if you want to be in that, like, elite top tier, you know, you're going to have to have some starts that are seven or eight innings. Yeah, I'd be because, real happy with two top 20 guys in baseball. Absolutely. Even if they're not in the top five. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think anyone's saying that. Steel or Stroman should have given you more by now. Like, right? like no one's no one's saying that. But I think like we're said, pleasantly oh, surprised a little I, by what we've gotten from Steel and Stroman. I, I don't a know, little I don't bit, know, not pleasantly like, surprised. I think it's like they, like oh, yeah. seeing I how, didn't I didn't see Stroman leading the National League in ERA. The ERA yeah, okay, that's fair. But and I, I didn't I, see Steel being fourth after a month either. Yeah. To be honest, like just realistically, yeah, I hoped he'd be good, but right, they've both been all star good. Yeah, yeah. So Steel <laughs> is just on like such a run uh, it's it's really impressive and he kind of got roughed up in what the fifth inning today when they t- when the A's tied it two to two but to yeah. get out of it limited damage of course Fourth he gave up fifth. a run but limited damage he worked he was able to get a ground ball right to Swanson double play in the inning and then was able to come out and give you a clean six so that was the inning with uh wisdom yeah wisdom right missed field, the ball right? like yeah. you got to pick up your teammate he did yeah. it yeah Sometimes they're picking up the pitcher. In this case, he's picking up the right fielder. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing about Steele, and I think I tweeted this um, (laughs) in his last start. Anytime, like, adversity hits him or something, something's not going well for him, he doesn't, like, cave. He just kind of figures it out and is able to execute the pitches that he wants to throw and get out of bad situations. Okay. The Cubs had just taken a two to one lead, lead, and then gives up a run. They tie it. Where you're in, it's in the middle innings. Like the A's are trying, in a way, trying to you know win this game. I guess you could say. I mean, I'll just say, watching it myself in the moment when that happened, I was like, man, this isn't this isn't great. Like we can't lose today. Blah blah. Like in my own head, as a fan, thinking that's what I'm thinking, and he gets that ground ball. You get the double play, and you get out of the inning, and then. The Cubs come out and just pound them yep. after that. After they finally take Miller out, you know, and that that certainly helped. But he was able to come mm-hmm. back out, give you a clean six, and he gives you a quality start. Less than three runs. Like I, again, when it comes to adversity, even though the adversity today was nothing like maybe what he saw against the Dodgers or any of his other starts he's had this year, it just feels like he is very good at just getting out of tough situations and if he does give up a run or two he limits the damage to where it's like okay it could have been much worse and so he was getting batted around a little bit in that fifth inning and again getting that ground ball to Swanson to start the double play was was huge in my opinion just for his own confidence and you know us not have to sit there and sweat out you know this game against a really bad team I just love I think what's been really impressive with Steel um, this year, just how effective he's been with two pitches that aren't like, like when you look at the guy that Cubs face today, like Mason Miller, he was hitting the corners, hitting 90. Like he, I forgot exactly what his velocity was, like a 99 mile per hour average. Like 102 he was sometimes. hitting 102. He, yeah. was hitting, 102, he, he yeah. was hitting it. Like he, he throws hard. Um, he's got good stuff. And like that, that, you know, there's a reason why he's one of the A's top prospects. They're excited about him. 
Um, Justin Steele doesn't have that, you know, speed on it, right? But he has the four seam with that cut that just kind of, I guess it comes naturally to him a little bit, but like that's effective. And then, you know, he's th- he, he, out of his 80, what, eight pitches today, only one of them wasn't a four seam or a slider. So you're talking about a guy who's going at uh, opposing hitters with mainly two pitches and is at least as effective, if not like today, he was more effective than a guy who's pumping triple digits at like somewhat consistently. Like that's, that's one of the more impressive things to me is that uh, Justin Steele isn't doing this with like some kind of elite velocity that's just blowing past hitters. It's like he has the stuff makeup that two, two really good pitches is what's getting him to where he's at right now. And I, I think that's what's most impressive about it is that he's doing it. He's still relatively young in terms of like major league service, uh, but he's doing it with two good pitches that that the the stuff is is better than just like what what it could be if he was just throwing 99. Like it's yeah. it's very impressive to see that. I think Brian Smith said it on Twitter during the game. He tweeted something about sure your guy's pumping 102 but my guy has a 20-inch break or something yeah, like that. that. <laughs> it's like there's different ways to get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? There just are. Well, and yeah. I I I love it's a very Cody Del Mendo kind of day, but there's just something beautiful about 6 from Steel too clean from Keegan to follow that up. Like by the time Julian Merriweather came in, you know, they're already up by 10 runs. So, uh, you know, he had a nice inning as well with two strikeouts, but steel to Thompson, like, boy, if that's not exactly how Jed Hoyer was hoping (laughs) some of these games would be playing out, it's, it's a, it's a thing of beauty to watch. And I mean, to your point about, you know, Justin Steele not getting rattled, like Keegan has that same kind of attitude, you know, like the two of them, they go out there, like they get in a little bit of trouble from time to time. Uh, Keegan didn't today, but you know, they, they stay within themselves. They execute and boy, like I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Justin Steele, a 1.44 ERA, Keegan Thompson, a 0.87 ERA. (laughs) Boy, that's our leader in the city, baby. That's just beautiful. (laughs) Especially when you transition a guy. We spend so much time yeah. talking about, like, the role for Keegan and stuff like that. And to watch him succeed in that last year and now come into that and, like, really, you know, clearly be a weapon that David Ross wants to use to bridge the gap to, you know, those higher leverage relievers and stuff. It's it's going really well, and it's just beautiful to watch. There are guys on the roster who have accepted different roles. Some to probably just try, uh, try and stay in the majors. Madrigal, play a little third base. Um, but... You have Thompson. You have Alzali. You have Nico Horner, who moved over to second base so they could sign Dansby. Like, that's the type of teammate you want in an organization. I will say the Madrigal thing today, uh, there's, there is something that bothers me about, I want him to get the opportunities. But I dislike seeing wisdom in right field because I know he's been great at third base, and you're making your team defensively worse at two positions. For third third base and right field. There is something that bothers me about it. I don't want to nitpick in a in a big win when they win the series, but there's something I just don't know how long that can last. Unfortunately, right. there just aren't a lot of spots you can play in because Nico's getting three hits every night. Yeah. Listen, it's not ideal, but I mean I'll say this. I mean, if if what wisdom did in right field today, if they're playing a good team, I guarantee you we'd probably be sitting here saying that that, that error loomed large. You know what I mean? And uh that's that's just been my whole gripe about the roster situation right now, because I'm not even mad that they sat say it today. They had a night game last night and they had a day game today, right? And he had the oblique thing, and I've openly said, you know, treat this guy not don't treat him like he's glass, but like ease him back because those injuries linger. So you want to sit him today? Fine, that's fine with me. You got a big four game series against the Dodgers coming up, and you already won this series. So I, I wasn't upset that they sat say today. It's more of like you got a right fielder in Nelson Velasquez who just hit a grand slam in one of the biggest comebacks of the season the, the other day, a week ago, whatever, in AAA. But meanwhile, you have, you're, you're having Wisdom play right field, which he's made some nice plays out there. But let's be real, he plays a better third base defensively. And I know you got to get magical in there. But then that goes back to my whole thing that I've said also you gotta like you gotta find a way to just just move magical, and it's not that I don't like the guy. It's just there's no room for you. Have Nico Horner. He's he's on track to be an all star this year, man. Like magical. It's not that it, magical hasn't played bad at third base. It's just more of you'd rather have wisdom there on a regular basis, in my opinion. 
Yeah. And, and that's and that's my thing. And now the thing is also that, I, and I'll give Madrigal credit for this. He got a big hit today against Miller. His prototype of type of hitter he is was great against a guy like him. He can hit the fastball, and he just puts his bat-to-ball skills are great. So I'm giving Magical credit where credit is due. But at the same time, again, there's just no spot for him on this roster, man. There's just no spot if you're if you have Nico Horner and Dansby Swanson on it. And so to me, they need to find a way to move Magical somewhere to another team. And and, and I don't, honestly, like I'd love to get something great back for him, but like I I don't really care at this point because. This I'd rather just avoid the situation that happened in right field today when you could play Velasquez there, uh, you know, off the bench. I'd, ra- I'd rather DH I, Madrigal in that situation. I, to be honest with you, like I know he's not a DH. That's guy. DH wisdom too. If you want, need them all in there. Yeah, you know? I, I just would rather have him at, of defensively course, yeah, at third base. Yeah. By the way, uh, Kurt well, agrees it, with they, me. They D, they could DH Wisdom if they would have played Saya, right? Yes. But if you want to give Saya a day off, because like it makes sense to do that. Then that's why having Velasquez on the roster at least makes a little bit of sense. I think I don't. Point, I don't think so because if you're just if you're asking him to just take say a spot when he's a day off, then you're. Really well, you can also use him, him in a, a DH disservice. situation too. But that then then you just kind of muck up what everyone like. Then, then Patrick Wisdom's not going to be able to play as much, or Nick Madrigal's not going to be able to play as much. And that, I guess that ties back into what you said that there's no room for Madrigal. I think I disagree with that because if there happens to be a, an injury up the middle. What do you do then? You could bring up Morrell. He wasn't great up the middle defensively last year. It's another go, another thing that we talk about, like, hey, this up the middle defense is very, very important for the Cubs this year. Just mm-hmm. a defense in general. Uh, you know, you bring up a guy like Morrell, who I guess we haven't seen if he's improved defensively at either position or you know. Um, Master Boney, I, I, I think Master Boney. Maybe, I just I think I think Madrigal right now he's hitting a lot either. Madrigal's hitting three forty five. He has a 121 WRC plus, and me and Corey we talked about like how you have to use that in the right sense. But when you're talking about a guy who has only gotten 31 plate appearances, like he's not getting consistent playing time, this is the role you ask him to play, right? You ask him to be a guy who starts every now and then, but when he comes off the bench, he has to come through. And as well, as far as the numbers show, he has. I know he's had his mistakes on the base pass, which can cause the team a game at depending on the situation. Um, but I think what you've asked him to do this year, he's done it. And that's yeah. that's why I think he he fits on this team right now. And, of course, that has to continue, right? He has to continue to take advantage. I'm not even saying I don't think he fits on the team. I'm just saying I would have switched the two roles. Ultimately, I, I, I think, at third. I yeah, think that, and, that's and Cody's probably right about that ball in right field with Wisdom today. Now he came up later and made up for it with his bat, which sure. is yeah. you know, what someone like him is going to do. But... I think ultimately it's just we've seen it a lot so far this year where you just want to get into a situation where David Ross doesn't have to play guys out of position. That's ultimately what it is. Defense is very important, and they got away with that mistake today. They've gotten with away with some other mistakes throughout the year. It it it's 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 not ideal to constantly be having to figure out well if I want to get this guy in somebody has to play not their everyday position or not a position that they're above average at right like you sold out a lot to be really good on defense at certain positions and you're in a, a spot today where say needs to sit down again I'm I'm cool with that there was some question in the chat if like something was wrong just a day off like yeah. just coming back from a, a pretty like you know iffy injury like just being careful but you do like yeah you you want to be in a position where wisdom is playing the position he's really good at and mm-hmm. and has been really good at and you have a natural right fielder in right field to catch the ball and you know get good reads and things like that so like I said I gave magical credit for the the day he had at the plate he had a good day at the plate even worked a walk in his last at bat and I know a lot of people think he doesn't walk any whatever he's he's doing from an offensive standpoint he's doing everything you're asking from and of course he's never the only time he's gonna play second base is if Nico or Swanson aren't playing. And yeah, I understand that, you know, if there it is there is an injury, but it's just to me, you're risk in a way, you're risking a lot. And in a way, the Cubs are fortunate to be eleven and six right now with this situation, in my opinion. Because if they had lost if what, if six losses, if they had lost three or four more games and we're talking about the right field defense, 
then like in and knowing that what is in AAA and Velasquez specifically for this particular issue, then yeah, I'd be very, I'd be a lot more worried about it. But yeah, in a way, Ryan, you're right. It's April nineteenth, and they're eleven and six, and they're getting away with it right now. But the thing is, the reason that it bothers me is like. The Cubs aren't going to, like, run away at this division. They're, what, one or two games back in Milwaukee right now? And every every game matters. I don't care that it's April. Every game matters. And you if you if you lose games because you're playing guys out of position uh, and something like what happened with Wisdom today looms large in a different game, it's it's one that you look back on. At the, at the end of the year, and you're like, oh, man, like could have had this one if maybe we played the guy, the right guy in right field or something. It, it was it, – it, the what happened to Wisdom in right field today, any normal outfielder makes that play. And it's not his fault. He's not an everyday right. I'm right not even – like, again, I don't, I, I don't blame he's a better third all. baseman. I, just, well, no I, I think, yeah, he's been a I great think third ultimately, baseman. like, this is the stuff – this is where these conversations go because the team is winning. The team is winning, they're playing well, and we are, you know, it's 17 games in, but we are starting to look at Milwaukee and and say, hey, did they win today? Are we going to be in a tie for first place? Like, what's going on with the Cardinals? And that's going to force a lot of these conversations because as they continue to get further into the schedule, if they continue to play this well, all this stuff is just going to get more hotly debated, right? Like, because <laughs> the team want, is good. I just don't want the Cubs to give away games because of their own doing like that's just that's that's how I'm looking at it I and I get it that you got to have Torrens on the roster because you need that catching depth and you got to have this was the Torrens game yeah you got to have all these other like when when do when do just just making sure you can pride yourself on defense okay well then do it all across the field not just everywhere except for right field that's that's the way I I think when I look at it it's I, I, I guess I just take the approach of, like, what's, like, I, I don't, not that I don't care about what happens tomorrow. It's just, like, what's in the best interest for a lot of these guys, right? Like, Nelson Velasquez could have maybe helped them. He, I mean, they, didn't, they didn't need his help to win today, right? But say they lost on that Patrick Wisdom uh, on that play, sure, maybe Nelson Velasquez could have helped them win today. Mm-hmm. But what's in the best interest of his development? Sitting tomorrow because Say is back in the lineup. Sitting the next four games because Say is back in the lineup, and you know Patrick Wisdom needs a DH or who, whatever it is. Like, I don't, I don't think that for a guy like Velasquez is in the best interest of who he could become for this team, or even as a trade chip, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think having him in AAA where he's playing every day for a guy who has. I'm looking at it right, like a hundred and like seventy-five plate appearances at the AAA level. Like he's still developing himself, so it feels more of a disservice. And it's kind of like what we talked about with Morel, just a guy that doesn't play every day. Who's that? Who's that young, but doesn't play every day? It feels like a disservice in my in my opinion. And that I think I'm I'm looking at it as more of a macro view, like what's going to help hit the player, the team, all that stuff in the long run. Versus like, yeah, Nelson might help them win the next couple weeks, but. Is that gonna is that gonna make him a better player in the long run? It's the tricky challenge an organization like the Cubs has right now in the situation they're in. It's the development versus competing phase. Like you are trying to win every game right now, and you're also trying to keep an eye on the future, so you're doing the right thing for the young guys down below. And it's not I'm not saying it's an easy balance. My well, only suggestion is I'd rather see wisdom at Third and yeah. Madrigal DHing. This is this. I don't is, think it's a bad idea either. This is the conversation that you want to be having, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's that means yeah. that means that the team is playing well and that you ha- are having these conversations because you're focused on. Hey, we've got a four game series with the Dodgers where you're trying to keep this going after you took two of three from them in LA, right? If the team were bad and they had gotten off to a bad start, who cares, right? Who cares if you know, Trey Mancini struggling or Eric Hosmer struggling because it's it's just looking like a whatever yeah. season. But I think because they've gotten off to such a hot start, because you have guys like Stroman and Steele setting the pace at the top of this rotation, it's leading to a lot of people like clamoring immediately for guys like Matt Mervis because they're dreaming on the possibility, right? And yeah. so it's good. It, like they're I don't I don't have the immediate answer to all of these things. I have a different opinion on certain 
players than you guys do. We agree on some. We don't agree on others. Uh, and none of us get paid to ultimately have to make that decision. So <laughs> That's it's, a good thing, right? It's Jed Hoyer's problem and, and Carter Hawkins' problem. But it, I, I do think it's reflective of this organization being in a good and healthy place, right? Mm-hmm. You brought in some of these guys as placeholders or reclamation projects or let's see what happens if they get playing time. And if your young players are forcing these conversations and the idea of whether you're bringing them up or not is tied to, hey, like we're right now in April, Mm -hmm. sure, in a playoff race, right? Technically, they would be a playoff team if the season ended today. Great. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Like, that's what we all wanted, right? Like, so they'll, you know, we'll figure it out. You know what we want? Super chats. Yep. I was Manny say, Rios, super let me, chat. Let me read Manuel. He's a he's a good friend. Uh, Manny Rios. He's a Manuel or Manuel Rios. Manuel frequents the Bulls chat a lot, and um, he's all he's very hype after okay. a big win. He's always in with the super chat, and so I like to see that it's carrying here. You guys, IDK about you, but the hype is real. Just need the hitting to start early, then earlier than later, so the starting pitching can have a smooth outing. IDK Manuel, stands for I don't know. <laughs> what did I say? IDK. IDK. Yeah, well, that, that uh, is what it's Yeah, I was just letting everybody that you know yes. doesn't know the lingo <laughs> like I do. Oh, Manuel, thanks Stock for jumping in, buddy. Uh, thanks, Manuel. I mean, yeah, the last two days, the offense has started off slow, but, I mean, I think you give some credit to Miller today. That, if there was anything oh, about man, Oakland yeah, to look forward to, it's that guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. pu- pumping 102 on the edges – uh, you don't, you can't teach that. That's Wait till Cam Sanders talent, gets up man. here. So. I, I think that like the whole conversation we're having is something we've talked about the other day. It's like, like you said, they're good problems to have, and it's like they're winning right now. So sure, could it have cost them? Yeah, but it didn't. So it's like while things are working, keep going, and then once things stop working, is when you start, you know, looking at the change. Like you're not fixing something that's not broken. When the wheels start falling off, then you then you you know you, sure. then you start looking at what what you need to do. So like a guy like Luis Torrens, who we've talked about, he's like the third catcher, doesn't play much, can't just get option down. The Cubs DFA and they might lose him, and they just don't have a lot of major league catching depth in the system. But we're having the conversation on April nineteenth versus like if we're having this com- same conversation in like three weeks from now. Then then it's a little bit more of like a concern. Like what are we doing with Luis Torrens? What are the Cubs doing with Luis Torrens? Right. But it's April 19th. The Cubs are winning. They've won, what, 10 of their last 13. Like, whatever they're doing right now is, has worked. <laughs> and when, you know, when you need to cross that bridge, you do. That's when Jed and Carter and, and Rossi and whoever it is make those decisions. Because while it's working, what, what did you say yesterday? Like, don't rock the boat or something yeah, like that? Yeah, don't rock the boat. It's like, it's going well. And I think the Cubs are, are fine with where they're at because it's going well. If it starts not going well. Changes will be made. I think you can have trust don't in... Don't kill my vibe. Yeah, I think you have trust in the Cubs brass <laughs> to make those changes if that happens. But right now, right. they're they're doing well, man. They're winning. Like, that's... As yeah, far as... I mean, these small these small conversations are good to have because at least, you know, you're not... It's not like... What is it? Someone called you like a brainless Cubs simp. Yeah. <laughs> one time, like, you're not doing that. Yeah. You're having... Yeah. You're having, you're having yeah. a good conversation <laughs> about what the Cubs should be doing. Brainless um, Cubs simp, yeah. But, but that's good to have those conversations even when they're winning because at least you know where those areas of focus may need to be if things start to go bad. Tell uh, you what, there's a lot of things that are important. Cubs winning is one. Barb, we are going to stay positive. Uh, Manuel, another super chat, just because Joey is there. Here you go, another five bucks. Oh, Thank you, you, and that's going to help keep the lights on. Love you, Manuel. Yeah. ComEd Mike energy is- efficient lights. Oh, yeah. I mean, these lights, thank God for ComEd and the ComEd energy efficiency program, which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now, Luke, and into the future. future. Oh, you bet, Cody. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. ComEd also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Oh, man. How does that work? Let me tell you. Well, here's what happens. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually, last about two hours. Then in three to four weeks, customers get a report detailing energy efficiency projects they can start working on immediately. 
Each recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, simple payback. If you own a business, don't sleep on this and don't wait. Get started saving money and energy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. Luke, did you say comed.com slash powering biz? That's right, Cody. Schedule it today. And while you're out there, the lights are so bright at Wrigley Field, you need your shady rays. Absolutely. You don't need them right now at the very moment because it's storming in Chicago. But let me tell you, when the storm <laughs> passes, the it sun comes out. out, you better have your shady rays in your pocket. Better, better. Take on the sun with our gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company offering a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I love them for fishing and golf. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase them. Together with their customers, Shady Rays providing a much-needed support to nonprofit partners as well across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code CHGO. 50% off. Two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also known as a quarter million people. Nick G's got two pairs and he loves them. Yeah. I have two pairs I too. I love them. Big um, fan of Shady Rays. Unrelated to Shady Rays, but maybe uh, maybe it is in a way if you can spin it that way. Uh, Caleb Killian from uh, Alex Cohen who does uh, AAA uh, Iowa stuff. The broadcaster, he's uh, been tweeting Caleb Killian's uh, outing so far. He's uh, four innings so far, no runs, four strikeouts, and a walk. So he's starting, he's starting to uh, trend up since that very first outing of the year. First outing of the year, he gave up seven runs. It's been a lot better since then. So that's, Kate Horton's that's on TV right now, I think. Somebody in the chat said he had two strikeouts in the first inning. So Woo. I think that's on marquee. Kate Horton. As we speak. Hold me. Well, finish watching stock. our show first, obviously. You know? Buy stock yeah. while you can but, on Kate Horton. Um, Barbara said it in the chat earlier. Like, they were really a Michael Fulmer kind of bad, batted ball luck inning yes. on Saturday yeah. against the Dodgers from a sweep of an entire California road trip, yeah. which is, I, I can't even believe that's almost possible. <laughs> I, just, I just always One assume, I, I think, like, for any Chicago team, when they make that trip out to California, that it just isn't going to go that well. <laughs> and this was the complete opposite. I mean, they just look great. And I'm looking forward to this series against the Dodgers for four games. It's going to be tough. You're going to see some really good pitching. But, like, if the Cubs show up in this series, I think we're all feeling really good about them. Like, I think that'll ratchet things up a little bit if they can prove over two series that they can beat that team and beat that pitching. You know what else might make you feel good? What about a, an extension for Marcus Stroman? Hap, Horner, Bruce Levine says Cubs might be talking extension with Marcus Stroman. Was it on Marquis pregame show? Yeah. He's got he's got a player option for next year. So some people look at the way he's pitched in the first month of the season where you say, all right, the guy's got the best DRA in the National League. If it were me, I'd be thinking bet on myself, lose the player option, and go for the big money. I will say this. He does come across as a guy who likes it here, and he hasn't liked everywhere he's played. But so Except far, Toronto. So far, a lot of he liked Toronto. Yeah. A lot of roses here. He didn't like New York. He certainly likes pitching day games, likes pitching at Wrigley Field, and he's been successful. He, he spent a lot of time uh, in last night's postgame talking about his That's relationship with Hadavi and Moskos. Like, he really likes the way they can help him mm -hmm. not only adjust between starts, adjust in-game. 
where they can go and tell him you're you're leaning out too much. You're 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 not over the over the mound enough, and it's it's causing you just a little bit of. He did it the other day when he had kind of a slow start, and they saw something in video in between innings. Boom! Then he just cruised the rest of the game. So he likes what's he described um, Hadavi as being really in sync with him throughout the game, that they're able to do stuff within game. Listen, that's great for your career. Sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side. So I like the idea of having him for a couple more years. I really do. And the Cubs have done everything to to help a guy just like him, right? right? A contact guy. Mm -hmm. Bellinger, Horner, Swanson, he's great up the middle. All of a sudden... You've taken the whole chunk of the middle of the defense and made it really good for a guy who likes to get ground balls. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know, if they extend him, depending on how much money it is, it might affect the, you know, will the Cubs go and get Shohei Otani. I'm, all I'm saying is, in my opinion, based off the fact that the Chicago Cubs are worth four point something billion dollars, extending up Marcus Stroman shouldn't stop them from still pursuing of Shohei Otani. That's just my opinion. Uh, if that if that if that even becomes like a thing, like the Angels could keep him, who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean Stroh's he's been very good. I mean, outside of the first half of last year, which was basically injury riddled, and you know you you had COVID and everything, and he had a bad month of April. But other than that, he's been really good for the Cubs. Second half of last year was great. I, I mean, coming into this year, I was just like, just pitch like you did in the second half of last year, and he's he took that and said, hold my beer, Cody, and. He's been even better than that. So I think he's earned like he's earned the reason to opt out at the end of the year if he keeps pitching like this and make more money. Um and at the same time, like if if he wants to stay here, maybe maybe, you know, maybe they extend him and it's less money than what we might expect, like Ian Happ, for example. Because maybe he just wants to be somewhere that he really likes. So I don't know. He's I, not I really don't get know. a super long deal at his no, age. No. I don't so. I don't see I, I see if, if Strowman pitches the way he has pitched all year, I definitely see him opting out of that last year or declining his player option for next year, um, which you know, I think if he hits free agency, because he's projected to get, what, $21 million? Is that what we $21 million, said? yeah. Um, I think if he pitches the way he has, he's not going to – probably won't be a long-term deal, but he'll probably get paid more money, at least as far as AAV goes. Um, and, you know, the things I've looked at is uh, – like. Players can technically restructure their contract, except uh, I guess the Players Association doesn't let it happen unless uh, it benefits the player. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a kind of uh, a mess <laughs> in terms of things. So like it's it's more of a rarity in MLB for like the restructuring to happen. Um, so it feels like if the Cubs were gonna sign him to an extension, it would have to be like after the year. You know, Marcus Stroman hits free agency because he's had a great year, wants to cash in. And then they'd have to go out and actually bid against other teams. Now, does he has he said he wants to stay in Chicago? Yes. Uh, he even talked about um, with Ian Happ. Uh, uh, when Ian Happ got the extension, he said, you know, Ian Happ's a foundation piece. He got a good foundation here, a good core, and I hope I'm a part of that. Like, that's that's what Stroman said um, the day Ian Happ got extended. So, you know he likes it here. Um, it just may be if he pitches this way and hits free agency like the Cubs are going to have to pay more than that $21 million that they were... Aaron says $25 million with innings incentives. So it could be there like you go, 25 so. so, But either way, I, like you're saying, he's not he's not going to get a super long deal because of his age. Yeah. And you'd have to really sweeten it from the one. It, it's an interesting conversation that could be going on behind closed doors. Otani versus Stroman is a totally different... It's a whole other podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're saying, if you're saying yeah. well, you can't have both, well then... A little different story. Cody, do you have a DraftKings pick of the week that you're looking at? Uh, oh, Luke. I mean. You were, you were pretty close to some hits yeah, today. I, I got disappointed. Cody Bellinger ruined my parlay I had going. Your second Cody, your parlay. picks of the week are still are still baseball focused? Yeah, of course they are. Well, you know. Um, NBA playoffs. Some there good, are the NBA playoffs. Some good I mean, betting going I on. Am, this I is am, a baseball show. Probably a good idea. I am <laughs> thinking about uh, placing a wager on the Nuggets tonight at minus eight. Minus eight, just because I think the the Timberwolves are just dead. But uh, if you want a baseball pick, uh, I really do, really, 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 really do like the Yankees tonight. Minus 155 against the Angels. Uh, 
But that's only because, uh, I don't know, I, the Angels are so hit or miss. I don't know. Yankees at home. Yeah. Starting to like uh, starting to like the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. Yeah. Starting to like, I saw the PHNX guys got the sexy saxophone after a win. And I'm starting to wonder what instrument are we going to play? They've got a cool like alternate logo that they did too. It's a cool like imagine if the Cubs made up made the playoffs and then we like redid the the logo in the bottom right and it was like you know like fly the W playoff push. How about play the W cool. flute? We got a little jazz flute going. <laughs> sure. Can you play the jazz? Cool? Whatever you want. Cool? Stuck sure? Sure? They don't actually play it. They're they're faking playing the saxophone to some sexy saxophone music. I could burgundy some. Jazz flute. Quick update. Kate Horton is pitching for the Myrtle Beach Pelicans right now. He's through two innings, uh, four strikeouts. Looking pretty, pretty good. good. Looking pretty mm-hmm. good. This is Myrtle Beach debut. Yeah. First game pitching at Myrtle Beach. Um, yeah, and that's a pitcher's park, innings. but still, who cares? It's still like you're. <laughs> guarantee the if, Angels are watching. If it's the if it's your uh, <laughs> if it's your first round pick uh, from the year before, you're, if you're the Cubs, you're liking what he's putting out there, regardless of the. You know, park that he's playing at because four strikeouts and two innings for a guy. This is what his second, third start, like professional start, second or third. Something I think like his that. second. It's I think it's his second the first right? one in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, first right? in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. So I think it's the second. He, had, he this is his second professional outing, and he's you know he's striking out guys. So if you're like Cubs, you're definitely liking what you're seeing, even if it's still very very early in I, the young yeah. guy's career. I bet I, they got a, a Foco bobblehead of him coming out <laughs> not too long from now. They'll be start working on that. Look, we got a Wesneski, we got a Nico, we got a Clark the Cub. Foco hooked us up with some cool uh, bobbleheads for our set. We've already got the best sports coverage in town right here at CHGO. Now you get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Spring and baseball season, they've got the Aloha shirts. Hello, Hawaiian Ryan. Uh... Straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Set decorations have been spectacular. The Clark, the Cub one, stands there, looks over our set, watches out for everybody. Uh, We love them all. Check out FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. They they got some great stuff. I want to see some of these Hawaiian shirts on Ryan. He's got... Uh, Yeah. This Hawaiian's everywhere. Hawaiian Herrera over here has got a lot of nice Hawaiian <laughs> yeah, shirts, but I, we get you a couple extra ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna look on their site. Check yeah, it I out. mean I do need to add to the collection because some of my Hawaiians are getting a little old. Mm-hmm. Now that they're old, it's just like they've been seen too many times. Fresh, you're looking yeah, always need, looking for fresh. I need I need fresh Hawaiians. Um, and if you want to catch me wearing a Hawaiian at Wrigley Field, you can with Game Time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, buying tickets Ooh. to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Cody, like you you probably use Game Time more than the rest of us. How often do you go on Game Time? You're passing by Wrigley on the red line, and you just mm-hmm. kind of pull out your phone, right? Yeah, it's like every home weekend series. Since I'm always here, when I can go watch the Cubs, it's usually on the weekend, so... Uh, I'm always going on game time. I don't even look at it, honestly, until I get off the red line at Edison, open it up, and I'm like, wow, this price went down really fast compared to like a few hours ago. And that's the beauty, the beauty of game time, Ryan. Beauty of game time. Yeah, so we love game time here. Um, you know, you go on your game time app. Uh, you find, I mean, you can find anything on Cubs tickets. Even if you're a Sox fan, you go find Sox tickets. The Bulls, whenever they eventually come back, Bulls, Bears in the fall, Blackhawks in the fall, like all concerts. that. Uh, concerts. I'm looking right now. Blink-182 tickets are still very expensive on game time for for the May 6th show. So but cheaper than everywhere else. Cheaper than everywhere else. And as, you know, as it gets closer, those numbers will drop. Um, you know, game time gives you flash deals and last-minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Uh, you ha- you can actually see the images of the seat views. Like you can click on that, it. Like that's oh, helpful. Yeah, if you're looking for a Cubs game, you can click on it, and it will t- show you kind of exactly where the seat you're picking is. Um, it's always great, especially for our friend Susie Hunter. I'm sure she wishes she had that last year mm-hmm. when she got stuck behind a pole at a Cubs game. Um, but yeah, so the lowest price guarantee, <laughs> event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. You get that uh, with Game Time. Um, so Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets 
right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, any and all other kind of events. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 100, 110% of the difference. Uh, it's the fastest, fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seats, like I said. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Uh, tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Um, so go go on Game Time, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for twenty dollars off your first purchase. That's right, we have a code now. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yeah, because you know what, Cubs tickets are going to be hard to get pretty soon. If they keep starting to ha- starting to happen, so Thank keep God game time in your back pocket. You go <laughs> hang out at Do Right for a couple hours before the game. You just wait for the tickets to drop and boom, snap them up right there. Boom. Uh, we have a super chat. Couple oh, we more. had another couple super chat. Ones. Yeah, we got a super chat from Dustin. Dustin says, Allen, don't oh, get to here. be with y'all live. Uh, Thank you, Joey. Don't get to be with y'all live as often. Now that the season's started, keep up the good work. Go Cubs. Shout out to you, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. One. Hashtag Dustin. Edward. Edward all the way at the bottom. Edward. Ten bucks from Edward Elric. Elric? Oh, yeah. Edward Another 10 Elric. spot. All right. Just a little token of my appreciation for Cody's Cubs parlay recommendation. Oh, wow. $4 signs. There it is. You must have done a different one is. from today because they went 0-2 today because Bellinger didn't get a hit. But... Did go two and zero yesterday, so we'll take that. Del Mendo money right there. That's gambling, man. Uh, we just try to have as much fun doing it as we can. Ron is ready to chug a Goose Island with uh, Cody. Who is Ron? I think we should get people. Here's what I would like to see for the beer chug. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make it a social media thing. We're gonna post Cody's and people reply with their own beer bat chug at home. That's what I want to see. Their own Goose Island beer bug. If you send us a clip of yourself chugging a beer bat with Goose Island in it, mm. we'll attach it to one of our tweets. Oh, wow. All right. Right? That's pretty good. Yeah, why not? We'll post yours. I post mine like every day. So. will be everybody else doing yeah. it. I post mine after every win. I believe least. they call it a thread. Yeah. That is, you are correct, Stuck. Look at you. Got all uh, kinds of things. Marcus. IDK. Marcus in the chat says, once again, this team reminds me of the 1984 Cubs team, the same kind of style of playing. It feels like an old school kind of Gotta team. Got to get our, get yeah. our Sutcliffe. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, if this team wins 96 games, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Luke, tell us about the I don't know what to Cubs offer team. up, but I'll do something if this heartbreak. team wins 96 games. Luke, tell uh, us about the 1984 Cubs. were great, Cubs. but then they were heartbreak. Luke can tell yeah. us about the 1908 Cubs as well. <laughs> Damn. I can't. I hey, some, on the, won on. the World Series. Back to back. So I brought up Marcus because he was at the game today. He sent me a picture from the ballpark, so I, I wanted to nice. read this. Is who you got going to be litigated? Let's do it right I, now. Let's was, do it right now. I was sitting in the corner, and I just heard a, lot, right, of, a right. lot of debate. What do we do? All right, First. here's where I have the pregame rankings. I have Ryan 6-8, and eight, Corey 4-10, and 10, me 4-10, and 10, Cody 3-11. and 11. Hold on, hold on. Are there any <laughs> objections? Well, here, here, here. So this, this is what I'm going to propose. Pregame today? This is, a pre, this is going into today's game. This is going so, into today's so game. Luke, it's about that time that Master Pony got night. that hard hit at the end of so the game. Luke, well, I won last hold night. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so Luke Award himself... The point yesterday, right. but we thought right. it was a little more of a debate because say, uh, was he two for two with three walks, like a run? Somebody he had a pretty he good day. He batted himself. five times. He was on base. He had five two hits. times. So he scored the winning run. He had two so hits. I think, and I'm uh, taking an automatic L, an uncontested L. Yeah, I think that, we apparently. should actually. You're not. I think for Han, Han, I'm, I'm. Let me propose. He's out of here. Let me propose that I think the chat. <laughs> we put a poll decided. in the chat right now, Joe. We put a poll in the chat between yesterday's game, Saya and Stroman. By the end of the show, whoever gets the most votes wins. Can we put a poll in the chat? Yeah, I can. That'd be sure, great. You can get people's opinion. Let me tell you why it's already don't, over. Don't even say decided. Luke or Corey's name. Just say Sam and Strong. Let me tell you why it's already over. Because I saw a lot of things in our Slack channel last night. One was Kevin Wells' irrelevant comment, not here. Uh, and his comment was, we've already said that Bellinger would have won going five for five. Two for two with three walks Jesus. is not the same as five for five. <laughs> Okay, and let me tell you, it's all about context as well, because last night's game was not about offense. 
It wasn't. It was about pitching. The other team didn't score. You can't lose when the other team doesn't score. And my guy went shutout, period. Six shutout innings. And he became the National League leader in ERA. National League leader in ERA. I know you're thinking, listen, you might be a little biased on this. Actually, let me tell you what was said on social media by some people you might recognize. Uh, oh, look at the Chicago Cubs put out a post. Straight fire, Marcus Stroman. No mention of Seiya Suzuki. Corey Freeman of Corey underscore Cubs walking past beautiful historic Wrigley Field looking at the polls. It happens to be the future pitcher, best pitcher in the National League. Oh, look, it's Marcus Stroman, so Corey votes for him. Ryan Herrera, Marcus Stroman since returning from the injured list. Corey Friedman again. Look at Marcus Stroman. Luke. So all these Luke. tweets are about Marcus Stroman. You're going to tell me somehow Luke. three walks from Saya is like all, going five for first five. First of all, the utter betrayal in my heart that Joey put a graphic, an anti-me graphic together on behalf of Luke. All we did present what you said. First of all. Second of all. Both I thought the, you would like the pro-Luke graphic in my defense. Both of the tweets from me are his full season. Luke Ryan's tweet is going back to yeah, last season. We're he talking was about last, last night. night. He was great. I think we should both right. get a W. Well, that would I be got my news for can't tie. We can't tie. I got news for you guys. I mean, we got the Cubs don't win that game until Seiya Suzuki steps on home plate. We've got twenty-seven votes. Luco Stroman, twenty-eight votes right now. Thirty votes in our poll. Vanilla Chill changed. Stroman's running away with it. Eighty twenty. Say Stroman is the winner. We got. We got a few. I don't know. I don't know. And I. So today's. Today to the end of the show. Today's, I don't think Stucky could have made all of those burner accounts. I don't think he. I didn't knows. make any burner accounts. I, I just posted, it was somebody I, else. I was listen, what they said. Listen, I will oh, go man. with that. That's a that's a clear. You know, I I respect the vote. I respect our YouTube time. chat. Brendan but, also went Strowman. By but the way. I'm just gonna say, as we play this game, I pick a hitter. He bats five times. He's successful all five times. I, I, it just feels like well, like what am I? Like what am yeah. I? What is My he supposed to do? No runs. What you know I mean? think there has to, to be added. You and I, I'm, I'm, I'm advocating that I think we both should get change. some credit here. You're I, looking for a rule change. I do think there has to be added weight because of the fact that hitting is so much harder than pitching. You know what else? This is one other thing I was going to say. This season, we've talked about it at nauseum that the way the Cubs are going to get to the postseason is through pitching and defense. Stroman went out, gave up no runs. I rest my case. They can get. They can possibly get to the, the Cubs. We need a graphic that says the commissioner has spoken and <laughs> they, like a little. Oh, Ron S. I agree with Luke. Right. Even Colada. I agreed. once again agreeing with Luke. Colada. <laughs> I agree with Luke. You know what's sad is that Nick my, says I my take guy it too seriously. Jack but I do agree last with night, and my guy didn't do jack shit today, so I just I don't have no argument. Like, um, I'm gonna what? make a little animated. I'm, I'm the worst. Gavel. Right. The well, only okay, person so I'm doing better Sean than says Joey. Luke stays winning. It feels like that's settled. Should we talk about today? Yes, today. So who did we all have today? Uh, Ryan had Hap, one for three, an RBI, a run scored, and a base on balls. Cody had Cody Bellinger, 0 for four. Did have an RBI, but two strikeouts. Corey had Rios, 0 for two, and a strikeout. And I had the Man of Steel. Six innings, one earned run, a quality start again. And now fourth in the National League in ERA. Funny how you leave off five that second. No. Funny we, how you, you leave off that you second keep run. Using the the, the no, one run stats for one game. But it's, it's funny how you leave off that second run when two runs. When my guy run. gave up seven runs you, and only two were earned, <laughs> that was a huge part of it. Seven runs in one inning is different than one two, run and two, two were earned. I I don't I look. Five Ryan's still inning. on the Wisniewski thing. I'm from just last saying. Week, yes. that yes. Yeah. 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 I'm saying Luke can't. No, I'm saying Luke can't. Ryan's on stuff from last year. I'm saying Luke can't convene. Live out, leave out the fact that there was another run in there. There was he another run. Ryan's One like the Bill Belichick of this game. He's like kicking I, every. I just think his hood. I just think cuts off his sleeves. I, I don't. I don't think pitchers should be in unless. I just don't Ooh, think pitchers should make, be in. I'm willing to look at that because, rule because forward. I think like mm. your your argument today but like you can't steel, retroactively make steel. Does that over six innings? Like, I, I mean, unless you know, we're talking like Patrick Wisdom the other night where he hits two bombs. Like, it's going to be tough for a hitter to make an argument that they were the bigger contributor than a you know if a guy goes out and throws a quality start. So I just think that like whoever gets the pitcher on a lot of these days is just going to be able to steal it. I was looking for well, they all, this morning's I'm, early tweet from Corey saying, "Ah, you know what, Luke won last night." <laughs> knowing that he was going to try and use that to his advantage for a little extra 
pushed maybe today. I agree that maybe we look forward, we in the future, once Ryan's suspension is up at April 25th, from taking a pitcher, that maybe we look yeah. at not taking pitchers and we just go on position players. Just easier to compare, right? Oh I think we should do that now that so that... I'm not the only one that can't take any starting pitchers. That's just me. Well, no, you deserve to be punished. Yeah, you, deserve, you, deserve you deserve to be, to be punished. punished. I banned You're myself <laughs> from Dansby Swanson because he went 0 for 5 with that 5 strikeouts. A, I'm a man of integrity, idea. Ryan. Ryan's, just, Ryan's suspension appeal was denied. Still complaining right? about your guy who went 1 and 1 thirds innings. That's just a totally bad pick considering the fact that Dansby hits, like, pretty much plays every day. You just pick the one day. Yeah, the, he, he had, had his worst game of the year when yeah. I picked him. That's why I'm not his guy. I'm a man of integrity. Uh, right. Ron S. says, who agrees with me saying CHGO Cubs is the best Cub show around? I agree, and I think that's a good place to end it. All right, so I improved to 5-10. and 10. Cody falls to 3-12. and 12. Corey to 4-11. and 11. And Ryan goes to 6-9. and nine. Nice. 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 Thanks Joey for checking out the CHGO Cubs. And, and Joey goes and to Joey. and 6 7 Maybe something like that. Oh, we're six and seven, something but I around there. <laughs> but we're still in the game. Show Joey. Still, still on my name, still right? All right. <laughs> who is your Who is your holding pick now? Moving forward. Now that Matt it will shows. be disclosed on tomorrow's post game show. <laughs> oh wow, that's so he's going to take. Listen, if I that isn't a tease it. for tomorrow's post game show, we'll be here. Cubs Dodgers. Hopefully, it's not rained out. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. It's a Cubs sweep. Fly the W.